Hello and welcome back to the Google Workspace Update Podcast from Strawberry 7. My name is Adam. And my name is Adam. We're here every week to bring you all of the latest updates happening in the world of Google Workspace. This podcast is available in audio format from wherever you cast your pods and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry7. Coming up on the show today. We've got four updates for you today, so quite a short show just before Christmas. We've got updates to admin, admin, Gmail, and Google Meet. So, not too many. And as always, there is a link in the podcast or video description to the document that we read from. This document contains some more information, some relevant links, some lovely pictures, and even some moving graphics showing you these features in action. So, let's get to it. On with the show. Right, so, oh, you mentioned there's going to be lovely pictures and moving graphics, but I'm very sorry to say there actually aren't any pictures or moving graphics Oh, no, I look forward week. to those, Adam. Um, however, we still have lots of packed information for everybody. And so, uh, with that, onto the very first update, which is for the admins out there. So, Google has begun enforcing two-step verification for all admin accounts. Two-step verification is a critical security measure that has been proven to reduce password-based hijacking by more than 50%. Google is committed to protecting the security of users and is taking additional steps to help ensure customers guard against data compromise and prevent account takeovers. Google has begun enforcing two-step verification for all admin accounts and will continue this enforcement on an ongoing basis. As of December 2023, which is where we are right now, this change is already in effect for some customers. When this goes into effect for your organization, you'll receive a notification. 30 days prior to enforcement of your domain, super admins will receive various email and in-app notifications informing them of the forthcoming enforcement, encouraging them to verify their admin's two-step verification status. Once enforcement goes into effect in your domain, all admins will receive email and in-app notifications upon signing into their admin accounts for the next 30 days. If they do not enable two-step verification within this period, they may be locked out and will need to follow steps to recover an administrator account. But I have added a link um, in our document if anybody needs some assistance with that. Google highly encourages all administrators to turn on two-step verification as soon as as possible and to be honest I recommend it as well it is a great security um, measure and I uh, would recommend that as well but if anybody would to um, likes uh, some more details or guidance about two-step verification I've added a link in our document for that Great. Thank you for that, Adam. Um, Yeah, very good update. Very good security measure by Google to put this in place. I was thinking as you were reading it, I was thinking, I thought Google had this already. But then it said as of December 2023, this change is already in effect for some customers. So I thought, ah, okay, yep, that's what I've seen. Uh, Yeah, I think it's very good for the admin accounts to be secured in this way because obviously they're the accounts with the most power so it makes sense that those ones should have two-step verification set up the only thing i'd say with this is i think that google's notification could be a little bit better especially seeing as they lock you out and it can actually be very difficult to recover an administrator account because i've actually been through that process where one of my sort of sub accounts got locked out um i hadn't received the notifications and it's quite difficult to recover it so in addition to making sure that you set up two-step verification 
anybody out there who's an administrator or has access to this sort of administration level, make sure you put good recovery information on your account as well. Good recovery email address that's relevant, good recovery phone number to make sure that that's in there. But generally, I think this is a very, very good update. So I'm very pleased to see that. Yes, absolutely. Uh, particularly for the for the admin accounts out there. Um, to be honest, I'd almost be surprised if there's admin accounts that do not have two-step verification, um, if even if they were just set up by choice uh, by the individuals, because it is um, a, a a good security measure and highly recommended, um, as we've mentioned. And it's interesting. So yeah, they say that it will take. Uh, you'll have 30 days notice to do this, but depending on your organisation and how things are currently set up i guess you could it couldn't be it wouldn't necessarily be that difficult to just not log in for 30 days because if everything is yeah. all set up and running and then everything's just going like clockwork the admins may not actually need to log in all that regularly and so therefore they they may actually just miss a notification and so um yeah uh, 30 days sounds like a long time but i can see mm. how that could easily be missed yeah absolutely yeah yeah for sure um, okay, thank you, Adam. What have we got next, please? Uh, up next is a, another update for the admins out there. So a dynamic group limit has now increased to 500. Google is increasing the number of dynamic groups a customer can have from 100 to 500. Dynamic groups are defined as groups whose membership is managed automatically based on specific criteria such as a user's department or location. This increase gives admins more flexibility to create dynamic groups as needed and cuts down on manual group management tasks that would otherwise be required oh well that's very very useful i mean again it's one of those updates that's more relevant for much bigger organizations than us we wouldn't um sort of worry about that but certainly in, ed in education we've talked about using these dynamic groups before in education uh and i know you're going to sort of explain the different tiers this is available on because it's only available for certain education tiers so i think in education this would be very useful and taking it from 100 to 500 is really really it's quite handy a logical step students. it's not what oh sorry yeah. i thought you were going to say it was quite a, a, um, a natural leap increase in size going from 100 to 500 it's not like 100 to 500,000 or, or something yeah. like that which, which they've kind of, kind of done before. before yeah exactly yeah they've done that sort of jump before uh, and I agree with you and um, I think 500 is good because when you're dealing with student numbers you can easily kind of get up to that sort of level quite quite quickly so um, yeah I think that's that's good and we'll possibly now be able to use dynamic grouping a little bit more for students within education setting for anybody who's on those tiers. I just had a thought is this actually sorry saying that the number of users that can be within a dynamic group has gone up to 500 or the number of groups can go up to 500 because I thought it was the number I was interpreting this as you can have 500 dynamic groups not 500 users within a group Oh, okay. Sorry, that might be my misinterpreting of the information then. Um, yeah, it does actually say, you're quite right, yeah, it's increasing the number of dynamic groups a customer can have from 100 to 500. Oh, maybe that's me misunderstanding then. So yeah, maybe maybe it is having up to 500 dynamic groups, which again, sounds like quite a lot. You think, oh, who would go over 100 dynamic groups? But because dynamic groups are based on those criteria, I can imagine that it you could get over that, again, especially in large larger organization or a school environment you might get over that amount Absolutely. If, so. if they're split over multiple locations potentially uh, overseas uh, as well like um for the larger organizations that are very spread out and have a big web um that they cover but it's all under one 
uh, Google domain, then yeah, I can mm. definitely understand um, how it would be possible to reach that limit. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, you know, good, um, good increase. But I think you're right, Adam. It's actually the number of dynamic groups you can have. Uh, so, so apologies, listeners. That was me misinterpreting that. Um, lovely. Thank you, Adam. What's the rollout pace and availability, please? Okay. So uh, this is rolling out right now uh, on rapid release and scheduled release, but at a gradual pace. So uh, potentially up to 15 days for feature visibility. And this is going to be available for Google Workspace Frontline Standard, Enterprise Standard, Enterprise Plus, Education Standard and Education Plus, Enterprise Essentials Plus, and Cloud Identity Premium customers only. Uh, I've also added a lovely little link um, if uh, anybody would like to learn more about dynamic groups. That's great. Thank you very much, Adam. What have we got next, please? Up next, uh, we have an update to Gmail. So, there is a new guide to help screen reader users transition from Gmail HTML view to Gmail Standard view. Earlier this year, Google informed users that Gmail Basic HTML view for desktop, web, and mobile uh, would be disabled starting in early 2024. They know that many users in the accessibility community use basic HTML view, so Google is sharing a guide to help screen reader users make the switch from HTML to standard view. This new guide, along with an existing resource to ensure the best Gmail experience when using a desktop screen reader, should help users get up to speed on Gmail standard view. If you haven't used uh, the standard view recently, you'll notice Google has made numerous uh, usability improvements, including enhancements for people that prefer or require the precision of uh, navigating the user's interface by keyboard or screen reader. Accessibility of standard view has significantly improved over the last few years and Google is committed to continuing to improve the accessibility experience and making new features accessible going forward. Oh, okay, well that's really nice to hear. We always like it when Google are doing something for uh, users who are in that sort of accessibility requirement. Um, so that's really, really nice to see. And this makes sense if they're if they're aware that the accessibility community is using HTML and they're phasing that out, then it makes sense that they're going to put something across. Um, just to say for all listeners, when Adam was reading that and saying things like there's an existing resource, he's actually put a link in there that links across to more information about that existing resource. So if you are in this area where you're using this existing sort of uh, accessibility feature, then you can click through on those links with the guides and various things like that that are all in our document. So thank you for that, Adam. Um, what's the getting started here, please, Adam? Okay, so uh, for the admins getting started, uh, there is no admin control for this feature. Uh, you can use Gmail on your browser in basic HTML view um, until February 2024, but after this, Gmail will automatically change to standard view. For the end users out there, once basic HTML view is disabled, users will automatically be redirected to the standard Gmail view, which provides the latest in Gmail security and features. Users on old browsers may need to update their browser to the standard view. On mobile, users can also download the official Gmail app, and you can also visit uh, Google's Help Center if you'd like to learn more about using Gmail with a screen reader. Great, thank you. Oh, Adam. and there's so, a lovely yeah. link uh, for that as well. I forgot yeah. to mention that. Just make sure then, anybody listening who's going to be affected by this, just make sure you update Google Chrome, update your apps on your phone, it sort of auto updates now, but it's good to just check that you have updated it because with 
um, Google Chrome, I'm sure most of our listeners are aware, but with Google Chrome, it won't actually update until you completely close it and open it again. So if you're on a Mac, you need to quit it. If you're on a Windows computer, you need to close it down. And until you've closed every window and completely closed the process or rebooted your computer, it won't actually update. So it's good. To I have seen sure Chrome get a bit stuck doing its updates before, but it's very easy to yep. check. I think you literally click on your three dots that you'll see on the top right of your screen, go to settings, and then at the very bottom on your left-hand side, you should see where it says about Chrome. And there it should just pop up and let you know whether uh, Google Chrome is up to date or it, may say, or it may just start automatically updating. If you do get a little error, on that, then um, it may just be a quicker and easier just to, just to reinstall um, uh, Google Chrome. Just go to google.com yeah. forward slash Chrome, download uh, Google again, and that will give you the latest version if it does get a little bit stuck uh, doing the auto-update. Yeah, good tip there, Adam. Yeah, it's so quick to install Chrome. It's uh, mm. sometimes easier to do that. Lovely. Thank you, Adam. And what's the rollout pace and availability, please? Okay. So Gmail automatically changes to standard view starting in February 2024, which is... Sounds ages away. It's not that actually, not that long away. Blinking, you may find we're there. Um, if you prefer, you can switch to the standard view right now, which is a lovely option if you, somebody wants to um, get ahead of the curve. Uh, and uh, this update uh, impacts all Google Workspace customers and users with a personal Google account. So this is um, for everyone. Yeah. Thank you very much, Adam. What have we got on our last update, please? Okay, this update is all about Google Meet. So certain Google Meet hardware information will no longer be accessible on the Google Admin Console. Google is making some changes to how certain Google Meet hardware information can be accessed. So some fields will no longer be exported from the Meet Devices uh, list page on the Google Admin Console. And they are uh, assigned calendar generated resource name, assigned room resource name, assigned room building, and assigned room floor. If you receive email alerts when a hardware issue is detected, those emails will no longer include the asset location value. This information can still be found by going to the device detail page under the calendar card or by querying the resources.calendar.list method in the admin SDK API using the resource calendar email. Okay, so it's like you said before, Adam, we want to make it clear to everybody that this is for Google Meet hardware, mm, right, yes. not Google Meet alone. Um, so I know you always like to make that, that differentiation um, because it's important. Um, and yeah, so I mean, this is relevant to know, we, we said before, we don't use this Google Meet hardware ourselves, but this is definitely relevant to know if you are an administrator who is using this Google Meet hardware, that you're you know, not going to have this information immediately available. So I think that's um, that's important to know. Also very important there about that email alert not including the asset location. I wonder why it doesn't include... I would have thought that was quite a useful That's the thing that I was wondering. With this particular update, the main thing that I'm wondering is why. Because it's taking information yeah. away. It's not necessarily... It's not bringing something new to the table. It's not saying, oh, we have this lovely update for you. You can now do this. It's now saying you will no longer have access to do this and not much yeah. of an alternative or to as to as to the reason why so um not too sure about this one yeah i i was thinking the same thing actually i was thinking huh it's quite rare that they kind of take information away rather than add it so not too sure why they're doing that but maybe there's some kind of 
change going on in the background with Google Maybe Meet. there's like a firmware update or something like that going on with the hardware, which will make it essentially mm. no longer compatible with the admin console or something along those mm. lines where that information is just not really available anymore or, or not as reliable. Um, so then they've just decided to take that feature away. But um, e- either way, we're kind of losing access to that information. Yeah, a bit of a shame, bit of a shame, but good for admins to know ahead of time and, and sort of know what they can do around there. So that that's good to know, at least. Um, what's the getting started here, please, Adam? Okay, so admins can visit Google's Help Centre if they would like to learn more about uh, connectivity and peripheral alerts, which I've added a link in our document to. For the end users, though, there there is no end user impact or action required. Oh, okay, no problem. That's um, good to know. What's the rollout pace and availability, please? So, rapid release and scheduled release, there is a gradual rollout for this update, which is starting on January the 2nd, so right at the beginning of the new year. And this update impacts all Google Workspace customers with Meet hardware devices. So, once again, this is for the Google Meet hardware. And the Google Meet hardware will continue to work. It's just the... the particular um, data that we mentioned will no longer be extracted from the Google Meet hardware. Yeah, no, that's a good uh, differentiator to make there, Adam. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, Thank you for all that information, Adam. And that's it, everybody. That's everything that you need to hear about all of the latest updates happening in the world of Google Workspace. Remember that this podcast is available in audio format from wherever you cast your pods and also in video format on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash strawberry seven. Thank you so much for joining us this week. And we'll be back again very soon with more updates. Goodbye. Bye.